Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So we're about <clears throat> five days away from my 50K at Wild Hair. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I think I got a really good dose of a mental um, challenge this weekend and kind of try to get my brain rewired to handle, you know, that the desire to quit, you know, with the need to continue. Um, my friend Sarah and I met up on Saturday morning at a park near me. Uh, it's actually where I run most of the time. Um, and we did this because it was sort of like a, I don't know what you call it, like a simulation of snowdrop because it's got a one mile uh, loop, um, give or take, you know, um, and then, but it goes, but it's like part concrete and part um, crushed gravel or granite, <clears throat> which is exactly what the snowdrop loop is. Um, I mean, that loop is 0.66, I think. Um, all I know is you got to get around there 145 times to get 100 miles. So, whew. Um, but we, we looped, we were doing some intervals for a while and then I think eventually, I don't know, neither of us really did very well on fueling, um, which is something that really needs to get practiced when you are, you know, doing your long training runs. Um, you know, the goal was to try to get in, you know, five or six hours, you know, just on our feet and, um, or 20 miles. That was kind of the, the plan and that's what we got, but boy, it was a struggle <laughs> at times. Um, yeah, it just got kind of, um, I mean, the good thing is, is we had gotten a cold front the day before. And so, um, it felt pretty good. Um, you know, in the morning it was actually a little cold, you know, I was wearing a hat and, you know, a couple of shirts and whatnot, but, um, but yeah, we, we, you know, we're pretty good with the intervals. Um, I think I'm really good at the walking section and that I can, I've got a pretty good pace. And so I, you know, really try to push that as much as I can. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we just kind of kept going around and around and around. And then we decided to, um, there's a half mile downhill that connects to the other part of the park on, on the other side of the, uh, Pecan Valley, if anybody is, uh, San Antonio savvy. Uh, it's just this big road. Um, so that one is like the serpentine hill. You go down um, a half mile and then it connects to another one mile loop around the lake, which, you know, and when you put it all together, you get three miles, which is, which is pretty nice. Um, and that one's, a, it was a little less windy uh, on that segment because we, we were like really getting killed by the wind because it, you know, the sun was out and it didn't feel so bad, but God, when that wind blew, it was like, whoo, man, you know, we're just not used to that because it had been so hot for so long that you, you know, you kind of adjusted to that. So then you have to readapt to feeling cold again. <laughs> so, um, anyway, but, um, yeah. And I think we, I think after a while we just got to the point where it was like, okay, let's just walk for an hour and see how that feels and just kind of see how long it takes us. Cause we were able to, you know, with the interval pace, we were able to get about four miles an hour in, which I realize sounds really slow. Um, but really, even these days with my running, I mean, if I'm on a trail, okay, maybe not so much on pavement, but, you know, I can pretty much cover four miles in an hour. And that's, that's what's happening these days. So, you know, and I'm trying to embrace that. I'm trying not to get, you know, so worked up about, 
you know, not being fast because that, that ship sailed <laughs> or at least for now, you know, I'm just not going to get, you know, hung up on that. It's just going to, I'm going to be out there for a while. And so I just have to get used to being out there for a while. But, but yeah, I think our nutrition was, was sort of limited. Um, although I did bring a lot more stuff than she did. I think she just had like some trail mix and I don't know, I forget what else, but sorry, that was a car going by if you heard that. Um, <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, I brought like this peanut butter and jelly on an English muffin, but it just tasted horrible after a while. Normally I like peanut butter and jelly when I'm doing this stuff, but it just wasn't happening for me that day. Um, and I, I did bring a Mexican Coke, which over the course of many hours, I managed to drink the whole thing, um, which felt good. I mean, I felt like I had a lot of sugar in my system though, and I don't really like running on a lot of sugar because I feel like that kind of, yeah, it gives you that little surge quickly, but then, you know, after a while, you can't really sustain, you know, um, your energy with just sugar. Um, you know, I had a bunch of jelly beans. Um, yeah. And I had a Topo Chico, which I love. Um, it's always a nice little treat. It's, you know, especially when it's super cold. Um, I did bring a pineapple juice, uh, a little can of pineapple juice, which I gave to uh, Sarah because she was kind of wanting something different. And I'm like, here, have this because I'm not going to drink it, you know. So um, and she, I think she's now going to use that as one of her go-to, you know, drop bag essentials. Um, so there we go. See, it's all, it's all practice. It's all practice. But um, yeah, so we, you know, we just started the walking and, um, and then we were joined later. Uh, we were probably about six miles from uh, the end um, when a friend of hers, Ashley, showed up um, and she did about three miles with us. And they're, they're on this, <laughs> they're on this team beef. And I'm not really, it, it's a, an advocacy group for, uh, you know, cattlemen and the beef industry and whatnot. And I think you, I don't know if you pay a membership fee, I didn't really ask, but they've got these jerseys that say beef on them. They're black and red. Um, and they, <laughs> I guess this club is very serious about, you know, uh, wearing that jersey and you know promoting it and uh so they they had they had this thing called beef bingo where they had all these little scenarios you know so for your saturday run you needed to be able to see you know a park sign or a waterfall or a set of twins i mean it was just crazy and um a bike rack you know but and again since this is kind of on my home turf i i knew where you know some of these things were so i could at least help them because they had to take pictures of themselves with this stuff <laughs> so that that was a little bit of a detour also but you know no big deal um and i was really starting to hurt because again i'm i think i'm starting to get used to you know using those walking muscles a lot more um which is good because I need to, because I, you know, as I've been told from people who have done snowdrop and they, you know, cause you end up doing a lot of walking. And, um, I think it's, uh, you, you've got to train those, those walking muscles, um, or you're going to, you know, really, you know, mess yourself up. So, um, in the, don't try this at home kids, I did take some leave because I was really aching in my hips and in my, uh, butt and act, well, actually the bottom of one of my feet, uh, it's, much better now. I mean, I've been trying to do a little bit more stretching and I got one of these Theraguns that I use. And, um, but I have to say that that really got me through that last six miles. Cause man, I was not, a well, actually it lasts three miles. I'm sorry. I take that back. Um, yeah. Cause I wasn't too excited. <laughs> I really, really kept thinking, okay, she's, she's got her buddy here. So 
maybe I can just go home, you know, and I'll, I'll try to get the rest later, which is a complete lie. You know, I know that I would probably have thought about it, but then I would have just said, eh, I'll save it for tomorrow. It's always easier to do it that way, but don't. Okay. And so, um, and I think the fact that I just, you know, had two other people who had come all the way from Bulverde, Bulverde, I don't know. I can never say anything around this area because everything is pronounced opposite of what you would expect it to be. So go Texas. Um, but anyway, it's, it's a good 40 minutes away from where I live. So I'm, you know, here I'm the local guy, you know, wanting to quit. And so I was like, all right, shut up. Got to get through it, you know? And, and then, um, Ashley left and then, um, we had, we, we kept taking, you know, little like driving breaks, uh, you know, pause the watch and then drive down the hill to, to, you know, go around the lake a bunch of times. And then when we get sick of that, then we'd go back up, uh, we drive back up to, we only did this once, uh, each way, but, uh, and then we went back up to the original park, um, which is where we did our last three. And, um, yeah, so it would, <laughs> and I know, um, Sarah wanted to quit and I was not going to let her and cause I was starting to feel better finally. And again, I think that just reminded me of, you got to ride those highs and lows. And I've got to remind myself this on Friday. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, concerned that, you know, it's going to be easy to want to drop because you get four loops and, you know, you get to come back and, <laughs> you know, see your car, um, you know, as David Infante said. <laughs> so I uh, was like, no, can't, no, not going to do it. You know, I've never quit a 50K. I mean, unless there's a bone sticking out, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I got to get through that. And then I've got to get in some additional miles, you know, the following day. Um, I got to try to get, I mean, we've got three weeks until Brazos Bend 50 mile. And that's the one that I'm concerned about right now, because I am not ready for that. Um, and again, I'm just, I mean, I just, God, I just felt so tired the other day. And again, I think some of it's just because I wasn't eating enough and I've just got to get better at the eating part um, and eating when I don't feel like it, because I think sometimes you need to do that. Um, and so for Friday, before I get ahead of myself, uh, which I already am, um, I bought these little, um, they're made by Hot Pockets for God's sake. Um, well, I was looking at like, for a while, I, I my, one of my go-to things was like these um, turkey and Colby cheese um, uncrustables. Oh my god, they were so good! But now they've made it into it like a, it looks like a turkey and cheese like mashup, or it looks nasty. So I was like, no, I'm not gonna, I don't want to play with that. But Hot Pockets has got something that's, uh, and you can eat them cold too. So, um, but it's turkey and cheese, you know, with bread, and I think it's like 250 calories per sandwich. And so I thought I'm just going to have to shove. I, I remember my first 50 K, um, you know, I brought this peanut butter and Nutella, um, you know, little mini sandwiches and would just shove them in at the end of every, every loop, even if I didn't want it, you know, it was just like, I've got to do that. And, you know, the other thing too, is I know I can't rely on the aid stations too much. This isn't a knock against Tejas. Okay. <laughs> but I went through the registered runners list and God love Chris and company for allowing us to run on a Friday and, you know, instead of the, when the mass runs on Saturday, cause I was, but we only have about 20 runners altogether doing 10 K to 50 miles uh, on Friday. And so, you know, I can hardly imagine that, you know, aid station workers are going to be putting out too much because 
it makes sense. I mean, it's otherwise you're wasting, you know, a lot of food and, and whatnot just on, you know, a handful of people. And um, I just hope that I'm not like the last guy out there. I do know there's some 50 milers going out that day. So, um, but really my strategy on that was just because I really didn't feel like being overwhelmed by a bunch of people, um, you know, having to step off the trail and all that stuff. I, you know, get kind of tired of that. And so I thought, well, this way I can kind of keep it to myself. And, and, and this may backfire though, because I could get real lonely out there, although it's a pretty shortish loop. I mean, it's like 7.75, something like that. So, I mean, it's doable. And I've done this race every, every year for 10 years, I think every year for 10 years. So again, it's like my Colorado bend, you know, it's like got to do it. Um, and I love the race. I mean, of course I DNF the first time I did it because I got frostbite, but, uh, but anyway, um, yeah. And also I was looking at the weather forecast now, God knows, you know, weather forecasting is, is, you know, one of these unexact sciences. And so who knows what it's going to be, but they're predicting about a 90 some percent chance of rain on Saturday. And I was like, Oh man, am I glad I'm not going to be there for that. Now watch, of course, it'll switch and be like that on Friday. And then it will turn into a replay of my first 50k uh where it was so muddy and we were just like up to our shins and mud and water and it was just it just turned into this hilarious slop fest and um yeah and i really am not in the mood for that um but you know if it is i will i mean yeah i mean then it kind of takes some of the pressure off then you don't feel quite as you know overwhelmed by your slowness or whatever you're like well i gotta make sure i'm you know I just, yeah, I just remember that year, uh, Joe Persaitis is out there lashing ropes to trees, uh, so we could, you know, get up a hill, you know, without sliding back down. And I think at one point I just kind of crouched into like a skiing position and, and just, you know, kind of skied downhill in the mud, you know, I mean, it was, it was just insane, but I finished and, uh, you know, Anyway, so, yeah, so looking ahead, I, I am concerned about this Brazos race because it's three loops of about 17 miles each. Um, I, you know, I, I just, I have got to make sure that I, you know, push my sad carcass out there for that third loop because I, I'm, I'm nervous about that because I, you know, I know it's going to be easy to want to quit, but I just, you know, I can't, <laughs> I can't let myself do that. I mean, Sarah's going to be with me, Orly and Kathy are going to be there, and I've got some other friends I know that are going to be there. And so I feel like, you know, I'll, I'll push through and, and persevere and, you know, just, you know, hope for the best. Um, Snowdrop, I'm not as worried about for some reason. I mean, I'm worried, but I'm not that worried because I know I've got time and, um, and it's okay to, you know, sleep a little and, and, and they, they feed you <laughs> like real meals at mealtime. I know I've talked about this before, but it's, it's, it does help. And you're also so surrounded by all these people on this tiny loop that, um, you know, you don't feel alone. Um, you're going to hurt. I mean, I know that. I know I'm going to hurt and I'm just you know, going to take a leave. I know. Don't try this at home, kids. You're not really supposed to do that, but this is my thing. So anyway, we'll, we'll see. We're just, I'm just taking this a race at a time right now because we're basically in, you know, the final five weeks or six weeks of this odyssey <laughs> shipwreck, whatever it is. Um, no, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I just, you know, I'm a little cautious cautiously optimistic. Um, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, 
and then uh oh yeah also yeah next week is thanksgiving um and uh i just found out on friday that i'm going to probably be going to fort lauderdale uh next week for a couple of days or a day um because i'm being interviewed by uh investigation discovery god knows that this is like the third time i will do one of these um you know I, many of you know that i used to be a newspaper reporter in fort lauderdale years ago and um I covered the crime beat and a lot of times you are um you know i covered a lot of really spectacular crimes and the one that uh, they're interested in talking to me about it involves this uh, woman who uh, was from arkansas and she uh, became an exotic dancer uh, ended up uh, dating gene simmons and of kiss for those of you, for you kids who don't know who that is um and uh, she was a playboy centerfold and she was the first playboy centerfold to have a tattoo hey hey and that was back in the 70s but um, she kind of fell into this drugs and prostitution and addiction cycle that sometimes happens um, to these women and um, she became a prostitute in Fort Lauderdale and um, I think it was 96 97 she ended up um, found strangled um, behind a, a drugstore by a you know, pack of kids and they still haven't solved the murder. Um, some of the police officers still think that it might be a, the work of a serial killer, although they've never been able to you know, pinpoint who it was. Um, interestingly, I guess, because um, I was talking to one of the producers the other day, uh, what, what was interesting about this case is that you know, she lived in Fort Lauderdale. Um, and for those of you that are familiar with Parkland, you know, where the uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas um, school shooting happened, which became you know national news. Um, where her body was found was not too far from there, and so, but that's pretty far away. I mean, that's like about a good thirty minutes. So, you know, somebody must have taken her someplace or discarded you know her up that way and and whatnot. And some of the other people that were found, the other women that were found later or prior to that, um, were also up in that region. So it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. I'm no detective, so I, you know, have no idea what I'm talking about. But, um, but nonetheless, I did do quite a bit of research um, into her life and and death, and um, and and so they're gonna fly me out, and I'm gonna, you know, be the reporter that that gets interviewed. You know, I, I guess this is kind of a formula for these shows. Is I don't really watch these shows. I think I'd covered so much of this stuff that I don't have any desire to watch it again. I don't care. Well, it's not that I don't care. It's just, it's just not my thing. You know, murder porn is not my thing, you know, and then, you know, those of you that enjoy that stuff, that's great. I just lived it for so long that I, I just, I can't, you know, it's, 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 it's slightly traumatic in a way. Um, but this one was sort of interesting because there are very few cases that I worked on where I saved my files. Um, like I have like a manila, not manila, but you know, like one of those, you know, office drawer file folders um, full of stuff, you know, related to that case. Um, I don't have everything because I am missing some stuff and which is sort of frustrating, but you know, this one stood out to me and I was glad, you know, I'm glad to go, you know, participate in, in this, you know, project with them and, uh, you know, hope that maybe it will get solved. I mean, it is sort of an interesting story. So um, anyway, that's just some, some little aside, but, um, but that's what also is going on in my life. Um, yeah, this is starting to just turn into what is Donna doing this week? Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I got flown out by investigation discovery about mm, three years ago, something like that. And um, 
it was a case that I, you know, that I remembered pretty well. I mean, I didn't save my files or anything like that. And, oh, hey, my cat just jumped off of something and knocked something on the floor. Sorry. Lots of, lots of weird sounds this morning. Um, anyway, um, the, uh, but I felt like the producer, uh, was like feeding me lines. Like, so you would, you know, do you think that this guy was the devil and she was an angel? And I'm like, oh my God, really? You guys want me to, you know, make up this crap? You know, because it was sort of like they're kind of ginning up the story or whatever. And I was just, I just wasn't real comfortable with that. Um, the other time I got interviewed by uh, Investigation Discovery was another case that I was really, that I worked on extensively for a long time. And, um, and, and yeah, and so I didn't mind doing that. So, and I've been contacted by other producers, you know, for, you know, other cases that I can't even remember. And they're like, well, we can feed you the lines. I'm like, no, I'm not interested, you know? And, and so, you know, so I have to choose, and it's not like I've got some giant desire to be on television, you know, it's like, good God, you know, I'm 61 years old. I don't look like I did when I was in my thirties. And I don't want my former colleagues, you know, to see my face and go, Ugh. I know that's vain, but it, it is true. It does go through my, my head, but, um, I mean, I still think I look okay, but you know, nonetheless, <laughs> but I know what a weird thing to think about, but you know, again, it's not like I constantly want to be on television or anything like that, it, but I, but I do care enough about this case and the intricacies of it. And, and just that it was a very interesting story, um, that I don't mind, you know, playing the role of the, you know, token reporter that gets interviewed, you know, uh, for the, for the program. So Anyway, that's, that's that. So in between, I'm going to be training a lot, uh, you know, or trying to, uh, this week kind of tapering it a little bit, although I didn't run yesterday and I really wanted to, but then I got really caught up with some personal stuff. And so I just ended up not doing it, which is bad, but, um, but I do plan to run a couple of times this week and then Friday, you know, hit it. And then Saturday or Sunday, uh, you know, cram a little bit more in so I can, um, get ready for this epic, thing that's coming down the pike at me. And uh, yeah, so that's all I've got for now. I'll see you guys next time.